Hello, thank you for joining me today for Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and I'm glad that you have joined me today. I'm so excited to say that this is episode 10 of our season seven. We made it. Season seven was incredible. We had a lot of great conversations, a lot of great sister friends that we brought to the table. And I hope you're ready today to talk. We're going to celebrate sister friends I'm cheering for you that's our topic we're cheering for you let's go Sister Friends Cups and Conversation. I'm your host, Teresa Cooper, and my co-host is... Catherine Young, and I'm glad to be here <laughs> yes. again. Kathy, this yes. is our 10th episode. Yes, this wow. is it. Yes, for season seven. We made it from season seven. And we're yes. seeing season eight. Yes. <laughs> and um, so we've got a great table. You all met uh, Dr. Gloria Mays. She's Hi. back at the table. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Glad that she's here. And then we have a veteran, Ms. <laughs> Chantal Small. She's back at the table mm-hmm. with us today, and I'm glad to have these ladies sharing. Um, like I said, this is the 10th episode for Season 7, and uh, we wanted to kind of end on a, mm-hmm. on a high note mm-hmm. and end with some really uber, uber inspiration. <laughs> yes. And so we're going to do that today. Mm-hmm. But before we start, I want to uh, talk about our featured cup. And this cup is uh, the the emblem for Elisha Ministries. Mm -hmm. And I love the scriptures out of Isaiah 40 and 5. And it says, and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord shall speak it, declare it. And that's Isaiah 40 and 5. And this is Elisha Ministries Cup. And I wanted to highlight them because they're doing real work on the ground in Ruston and in Bastrop and just doing an, an amazing things um, in Monroe and uh, making a difference. And so we're going to talk about Elisha Ministries some more today. And uh, so this is our featured cup. And uh, our ladies have our Sister Friends Yay! Cups. Yes, and if you want to get a Sister Friends Cup, all you have to do is go to our website. Mm-hmm. I believe they're just $10. And next season, you can sit around with your own Sister Friends Cup and mm-hmm. uh, join us and have a part of the conversation. Yes. All right. So, Kathy, I said earlier that we wanted to uh, end this season on a high note. Mm-hmm. And it's just been ringing in my spirit about being a, a, a supporter and a cheerer mm-hmm. and uh, saying, Sister Friends, we're cheering for you. Yes. And so I thought I would have two women that I believe um, that are doing an uh, an incredible things in the earth and that I wanted to uh, introduce them to you. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, they're going to share their testimony. And a testimony is just their firsthand account of a a situation or a miracle or uh, an experience. It's a firsthand account of their own story Mm -hmm. or a story that they are a part of. And um, Revelations um, 12 and 11 is a very familiar verse of scripture. And I want to share it with you. It says, and they overcame 
They overcame him because of the blood of the lamb and because of the word of their testimony. And they did not love their life even when faced with death. Mm. Now, these ladies aren't being threatened. <laughs> their lives aren't being threatened. Yes. But I can tell you the work that they're doing yes. is, is causing a, a, a death to mm. their flesh yes. and their own desires yes. and yes. their own passions yes. because they've surrendered that uh, to the passion and the, and the will of the Lord um, in their life. And they're doing life work. They're doing yeah. mission work yeah. and they're doing divine work. And um, living with the call or a divine mission on your life um, is, is huge. Okay. It's a huge responsibility and it takes a daily obedience. And uh, these ladies have done the, done the work uh, to be at this table, uh, to be cheered and to be, uh, be able to share their vision. And so I want you to just lean in real, real close <laughs> with us. And I, I want to introduce you to Dr. Gloria Mays. She's a nurse practitioner and she is the founder director of Elisha Ministries. <laughs> yes. So tell us just a, a little bit about um, your testimony with Elisha Ministries and how it all started. Mm -hmm. Well, again, thank you so much yes. for the opportunity to come and to sit at the table and to share about our vision. Mm -hmm. We are Elisha Ministries. Mm -hmm. Uh, our ministry actually turned 20 years this year. Yay! Okay, that's that's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. It seems like just yesterday uh -huh. mm -hmm. when I was going through what I call a crisis of my faith and just in life, I, I think that when purpose is built in you, you come to an end of yourself. Mm -hmm. yes. When you say, okay, God, that's it. I give up. Obviously, what I thought you wanted me to do is not what I'm doing. And I know I'm having a struggle. So guess what? You can have it all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, I can see it today. I was walking in the hall, past the bathroom. I hit the bedroom and I just fell on my face right there. And I told him, you can have my license. Uh, you can you can have everything, Lord. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. And it's like the Holy Spirit's like, great. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. Yes, yes. And He said to me, He said, um, "Will you do a hard thing for me?" And I thought, "Oh God." Mm -hmm. <laughs> but then it's like the Holy Spirit said, "You know, if He's asking you to do that, then you can do it." Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I said, "Well, yeah, I'll do it, God." And He said, "You know, would you?" Would you house my people? And I said, well, yeah, I thought maybe, you know, somebody needs to come spend the night. Because <laughs> previous to that, I had in my home, the previous house I had, I had a prophet's chamber. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so when it's an evangelist or a minister or someone was coming to our church, I was the missions director. Okay. And so we had missionaries always coming in. And and hotels, you know, we were a small church. We were just beginning, but we really wanted to be hospitable to them. But we really couldn't afford for them to stay in a hotel for two weeks right? because right. they would itinerate to other churches. And it was my job to get these churches. And so I thought one day I was reading, you know, in Second Kings and I said, you know, this lady, she built a prophet's chamber. And I thought, well, God. I think I want to have a prophet's I can chamber. do that. Yeah. yeah. They can come in and I gave them the master bath and the bedroom, the master suite, and I can cook for them. And I, I really wasn't a cook, but I wrote a cookbook <laughs> and I can get some ladies to come over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it, it worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I'd had a little experience in being hospitable and serving people. But these were, you know, ministers yeah. of God. And so they mm -hmm. had a certain level of, you know, um, 
thankfulness and yeah. gratitude. Mm -hmm. But God was calling me to something different. Okay. Mm -hmm. Something wonderful. Mm -hmm. At the time, I cried. <laughs> I said, what, God? And it really gave me a heart for the chronically homeless, mm -hmm. mentally ill, mm -hmm. substance abusers, or those with other disabling disorders. Oh, mm -hmm. wow, yeah. And so they were what people now call the street people. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And when I, God gave me such a brokenness for them, when I would pass by them, and my heart would be so broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to help them. And I really wanted to be able to see what it was that I could do to yeah. help them. Mm -hmm. And so that's how our ministry developed. Mm -hmm. I had a business partner, partner uh, and we, we shared the vision. Um, when you start with people in the beginning, you got mm -hmm. a big crowd cheering. Yes. Yeah. But I assure you, <laughs> hang in there. Six months and I was left right. all alone. Mm -hmm. And God asked me, he said, will you still do it? And I said, well, yeah, God. And then he, he um, you know, uh, we had applied for a federal grant to be able to assist us because it's really difficult to raise money for homeless people right. mm -hmm. because yes. every, you know, society is not that, you know, loving because everybody want to be judgmental and find a reason why they're why homeless. They're, right. Just give them yeah. a job and, you know, yeah. right. but there is more to it. And homelessness has variables, yeah. many variables and multi-variable things that occur. And so um, we didn't get funded. Oh, okay. Mm. And um, everybody's like, wow. You know, I had all these people promising me. I'll never forget a professional football player. He promised me $80,000. He said, I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you 80000 And he said, that's nothing. I spend that on just chips. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, that's <laughs> nothing. Please give it to us. Right. Still waiting. Still, uh, you said you're still waiting? Still waiting. <laughs> and uh, then one day my business partner, she came to me and she said, you know, I don't like this. I said, what? She said, I don't like these people. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm. So he started you with ministering to uh, what people would, would consider the cream of the crop. Yes. To mm -hmm. pastors yes. and people with yes. prestige. Mm -hmm. And um, yes. that, that would be considered the easy thing. Yes. 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 Right. Yes. But that's where he started. Yes. You. But yes. then when when he when he actually called you yes. to do something that was yes. life transforming. Yes. yes. He called you to the least yes. of them. So I call it it yeah. the wheel. Uh -huh. You know, he, when he gets your wheel, he <laughs> gives something that you can do. You can yes. do this. It's mm -hmm. easy. Yeah. But then when purpose come, mm -hmm. that's when you were like, okay, I can't do this, God. Yeah. I need you. Right. Uh, and I'll be honest and say the homeless and the mentally ill, mm -hmm. they were, you know, easier. But the substance abusers, those were the mm -hmm. most difficult ones. And uh, I believe because I was in ministry, uh, I had such a heart and I wanted to excel. I wanted to be successful. And each time I would have to go back to God and I had to be honest. And I told him, I said, God. You know, okay, so everybody has left me. Yeah. So are you are you? Did you change your now? mind? Have you okay. changed your mind? Right. I did it, okay. Yeah. And everybody has left me. And he told me, I never forget it was Christmas. I didn't have any money because I put all my money in the ministry. I didn't go home to my family. I was at home alone. And I said, God, we needed that money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And guess what the Holy Spirit said to me? He said, You don't have a reason not to believe. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I said, okay. He says, will you still do it? 
And I said, well, everybody has left. Uh-huh. And he, as if he, he ignored that statement, <laughs> will you still yeah. do it? And I said, yes, God, I'll wow. do it. Wow. So oh, go ahead. The next year, um, I wrote the grant again. Now I'm alone. Uh-huh. Nobody's with me. Yeah. So I wrote it, and I tell everybody, it was a death. Wow. I literally thought I lost my mind. Literally, I tell everybody I heard voices, I saw things, mm-hmm. I crawled the walls, as they say, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because it's like this grant was so difficult. Oh. But what it did was it called me to really have a vision mm-hmm. and, and have objectives and to be able to. God is as if Moses, you remember, he took the plates and he, God wrote it the first time. Uh, right, but then remember, right. Moses broke them. Yeah. Right. He was angry. He came back the second time. He said, now Moses, you write it this time. That's right. And so it was like he took me through that experience and I wrote it and by God, mm-hmm. miraculously, it was funded. Wow. Mm-hmm. So he took you all the way down mm-hmm. to to literally it was just you and the vision. Yes. You and your yes. And then he manifested yes. the miraculous miracle yes. of yes. getting your funding. Yes, we. And I didn't know it. We got the most money. We got more money than anybody. Wow! And the news reporter called me. Uh-huh. I wasn't even aware that I had been funded. And when he called me, he said, "How does it feel to get the <laughs> most? Uh, to to be the top winner?" And, and I you said, were like, uh, "What? Excuse me? <laughs> top winner? What?" <laughs> he said, "You don't know, do you?" I said, "No, I don't know." He said, "Do you get the AP wire?" And I said, "AP who?" <laughs> I went on the wire, right. so I didn't get it. Yeah. And it came through the Associated Press. Wow! And then it, it, I mean, it had this article. Wow! I was like, "Oh my God!" <laughs> As if somebody talked to me and everything. This is. I was like, "Wow!" And um. I, here's the here's the miraculous part about it. In December, we were funded in January. In December, we had an office, and the rent was four hundred and ten dollars. My mortgage was six hundred and fifty four dollars. When I added up all of my money, I did not have enough to pay my mortgage and the rent on the mm-hmm. building. Yeah. And I went to God and I said, God, you got to help me. Who do I pay? I just knew he was going to say, pay your mortgage. (laughs) No, he said, pay the building. He said, pay the building. And I was like, okay, God, but may I ask a question? (laughs) Who's going to pay my mortgage? (laughs) And he didn't respond. And and I tell everybody, sheer obedience Mm -hmm. is really the key to the miraculous. God is always going to ask you to do something. You're going to play a part in your miracle. And so I, I paid it. I never forget the man. He walked in the building. And he said, "Hey, it's nothing going on here." I, and I, I said, "Oh yes, <laughs> yes, something is going on." You right. know, by faith I spoke it. And so that was December. I paid the rent. The rent was four hundred and ten. We applied for funding. Wow. We got three hundred and six thousand. Four hundred eighteen. Oh my God! God said, "Well, there's your rent." Exactly. The miraculous. And so I, I mean, God, He manifested. So it's essentially they gave me a carte blanche. Mm -hmm. They said you have three years to spend this money. This was back in two thousand and four. So that was a lot of money. Absolutely. I couldn't. I didn't even know what to do. But I, I tell everybody, you always keep your heart pure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my business partner came back crying. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. And she said, oh, I'm so happy for you. I said, well, thank you so much. She said, oh, do you need to hire anybody? <laughs> and, I, and I'm going to be honest and say this. I didn't speak. I believe the Holy Ghost spoke, and He said, "Not, n not at this time." Yeah, yes, not at this time. That's, that's right. awesome. I didn't say no, no, never, <laughs> right. never, never. He, he said, "No, not at this time." Yeah, that's, that's a that's, that's a miraculous a story. Yes. Chantal, I'm going to ask you, um, give us your firsthand uh, account of your ministry. Uh, you're a new church mm -hmm. uh, in the Bossier City area. I still say, you know, Shreveport Bossier, yeah. and. Um, Tell us a little bit about that. And I love the name. It's Purpose Church. Purpose Church, yes. Um, well, my husband and I, you know, you have to have an elevator speech, they say, when yeah. you have to go to <laughs> churches. And so we kind of say that, you know, Purpose Church started, you know, for me 19 years ago when I gave my heart to the Lord in my parents' basement um, from attempted suicide. Mm -hmm. um, someone in high school had shared that, you know, God wants a relationship with you. And even though I knew that Jesus existed and mm -hmm. I believed that God was real, I never thought that that was a possibility until yeah. I was ready to end my life. And literally the Holy Spirit, the way that I can describe it is he came and he embraced me. Mm -hmm. And I woke up the next day and I, I didn't want to die. I wanted to live. And so that's where Purpose Church started for, for me. We had, um, you know, my husband and I had moved to the South about, well, 13 years ago, but mm -hmm. we've been in Louisiana for nine. We actually pastored for eight years at a mm -hmm. church. Um, the Lord told us when we were moving to the South, there was a word that was given to us that taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Um, but in all honesty, the last nine years that we were here in Louisiana, it was everything but good. Yeah. And um, we, we suffered in so many ways and you know, we believe in obedience. You know, mm. we, we know we're both firstborn. And so we're very much about following the rules yeah. and being, you know, obedient. Mm. And so, um, but it was, it was such a treacherous time. And unfortunately though, you know, we kept our eyes on Christ. Yes. Mm. Um, there were days that I would tell my husband, I, I hate church and I don't want to come. Mm. And yet I had to put on, you know, a face yes. and, and, and do pretenses. So, Essentially, the Lord was just growing in us. I remember coming in here um, for sister yeah. friends and um, Bishop actually gave me a word about a year before the Lord told us it was time mm -hmm. to plant. And he said, you know, you and your husband are pioneers. Mm -hmm. And that was in the crux of what we were going through. And so make a long story short with that, um, we had no intention of planting a church, yeah. even though there were several leaders that came to us throughout the years and mm -hmm. told us that, you know, we, we should be pioneers, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, but 2020 was a real rough year yeah. for us mm -hmm. and it was a rough year for everyone. But internally, we, my husband was having all kinds of spiritual dreams, prophetic mm -hmm. dreams, and the Lord was saying, it's time to go. Mm -hmm. um, I was preaching to the youth and um, I was reading through uh, Judges uh, with uh, Samson. Oh, and mm -hmm. there was a verse in there that said um, when he wanted to get a wife and the parents mm -hmm. were, you know, mm -hmm. disheartened because it wasn't an Israelite. Yeah. And it said, but the Lord was looking to do this because he was looking to cause conflict between the mm -hmm. Philistines and the Hebrews. And immediately when I read that, I said, Lord is the Lord is letting these situations happen because mm. it's time to go yeah. and we're not being obedient and leaving. Wow. And yeah. so um, a, a couple months go by, someone else says, you know, you ought to think about planting a church in Bossier. But my husband and I have this thing that when the Lord speaks to us about a, a big family change, we, we want him to confirm it with both of us. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so um, he hadn't spoken anything to me. And so I said, absolutely not. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you take those spiritual gifts tests and wow. you uh, you think like, oh, my <laughs> spiritual gift, my spiritual gift is not to plant a church, my spiritual <laughs> right. gift, you know, by any means. And yet the Lord calls you to do the things that you don't want to yeah. do. So um, in September or October 2020, um, mm -hmm. I had coffee with someone. We again, we, we struggled so much that year. 
Um, and I just randomly had coffee with a, with a, a pastor friend, actually, mm-hmm. and in walks um, a Shreveport pastor. And um, he read my mail. He sat down and, I mean, gave me names of wow. the people that we were having issues with. And mm. I didn't say a word. It was totally <laughs> the Lord. And the Lord's, and, excuse me. And um, he said, mm-hmm. sorry. You're no, good. you're okay. <laughs> He said, you need to get out of there because they're trying to bury you alive. Mm -hmm. And um, because we were obedient, you know, Mm -hmm. my husband and I were not quitters. Um, We we thought that it would be to our detriment if we left. But the Lord, sorry, the Lord in that moment was telling us it was time to go um, because he cared for us. Mm -hmm. And so... um, this pastor said, you have to ask the Lord, did he call you to this church or did he call you to this region? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I looked at him and I knew that my job, so I, I work at a pregnancy center. The Holy Spirit supernaturally spoke to me and told me I was supposed to be there um, in dreams and visions and, and through other people. And so I knew the Lord called me to this region. Yeah. So it, it's funny because my husband said it, it had to be me that the Lord did that through because I was the one that was hesitant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I said, yes, he's called me to this region. He said, then you need to start church because there are people that, that have to be reached. Yes. So. We prayed, we had confirmation. That year, we, it's such a rough year, we actually applied to a church in California. Mm. Um, it was a smaller church, it was a church plant. Um, they never responded to us. Uh, why, you know, we were the number one candidate, they never responded to us. Yeah. And then, you know, we thought the door closed. Well, we asked the Lord for fleeces. We wanted to make sure we were hearing mm-hmm. Him. We were about to leave mm-hmm. a full-time salary. We were about to leave, you know, everything you could think of and, um, and you know, remove our children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we asked him for a couple of fleeces. And so basically um, the, it confirmed that we were supposed to do it. They sent us to training and it actually, the training was actually in the church we had um, applied sought, for. Applied okay. for. <laughs> and, um, and we found out the reason why we didn't get it. So all these little confirmations and yeah. the Lord was so good, you know, throughout the journey. Um, gosh, I mean, probably the most scariest thing we've ever done. Yeah. You know, constant, you know, wondering, am I doing the right thing? But the Lord was just so faithful to confirm it yes. every step of the way mm-hmm. um, and, to, and to even just bless it. And the biggest thing I can say is this obedience. Like mm. obedience can be messy yes. because it doesn't look like what you want it to oh, look yeah. like. And, you know, one yeah. thing we've told people is that God can't be put in a box. Oh, he right. cares about the lost. Yeah. And sometimes mm. to care for the lost, mm. he's going to reach them. He's going to yeah. do things out of the box of the yeah. norm. And it, But it requires your obedience. And so, mm. you know. We're so thankful where we are. The Lord gave us um, a building. Yes. That's one of the miracles. Okay. Um, we had um, we had very much said we're going to go ahead and we're going to rent in a school or a theater. Mm-hmm. And we knew it was supposed to be in a certain area. And um, one day I, I came out of church service and I, I heard the Lord say, God's going to give you a building before you know it. And oh, I looked wow. at my husband and I said, the Lord just told me he's going to give us a building. And I, it's one of those things where I, I hear the Lord, but it's not like an emotional thing. Right. I just know that it was the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so a couple months later, we were driving around praying and asking the Lord, you know, show us where to be. And then a, a few days after actually, actually a devastating situation, we lost some team members. They, they moved and it was mm-hmm. so sad. That next day, my husband got a text and said, hey, I have a building for you. It's mm-hmm. completely free. Wow. And it was an old church yeah. that had closed their doors due to COVID. Wow. And, um, you know, it was a paid off building. <laughs> wow. And we went and we saw it. And it, was, it was everything we needed wow. and then yeah. some. So. Wow. Let, tell the people, Jesus. the name of their church is Purpose Church. Um, but what's your, and I always see the, the motto uh, that you guys repeat, 
Um, tell, tell them what that is. Yes. <clears throat> so it's authentic faith, authentic living. So we, you know, we want to help people to discover mm-hmm. the Lord mm-hmm. authentically, to do away with the red tape of religion yes. and tradition and yes. um, to just live out their faith with the yes. Lord, yes. live out that relationship yes. with him. Yes. So. Yes. And it's just so, um, I feel so prophetic that the name is Purpose Church. Mm-hmm. And then I hear you all um you mentioned a lot about um, a purpose people yes. and, and, and a purpose place. Yes, my place, my people, my yes. purpose. My, yes. Say that again. My place, my people, my purpose. I love that. And I hope you guys are getting the, the connection that everything that God asked them to do was way bigger than them. Oh, wow. and, it, and it was bigger than what they could do within their own ability. Mm-hmm. And God's like that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, that what he calls you to do can um, is, is going to be accomplished yes. by his hand, yes. a big God yes. Yes. Uh, working through mm-hmm. you uh, mm-hmm. to accomplish his will on the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask, I'm going to ask each of you this question. Uh, what has been your greatest challenge? <laughs> uh, well, f- I believe for me, um, and it's not necessarily the recipients of the services. Okay. It's been the staff. <laughs> Your staff. Okay. Working, <laughs> you know, with me mm-hmm. and helping them to get the vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, I learned earlier that, you know, when, you, when you're doing what God called you to do, uh, sometimes the adversary will bring forces near you uh-huh. to prevent you from doing it. Okay. Especially when he knows you're determined to do yes. what God's called you right. to do. So he can't stop you. So he will bring people in for you. But what it happened, what happened was it caused me to really develop my social skills. Okay. And to pray for discernment. Yeah. And, and I have people to encourage them every day. When you pray for me, pray that God give me increasing discernment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because you need discernment on many levels. I have to interact with government officials. Yeah. I have to interact with mayors. We serve as five uh, parishes. Five parishes. Five parishes. Okay. And so we pray for those parishes every day. A lot of things that I... Because it's bigger than me, I have to get other people involved yeah. in yes. it on different levels, and I establish relationships with governmental officials, or senators, mm-hmm. state representatives. And, but I think the other thing is convincing people that it's a God thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. Convincing people that it's a God thing. I would, you know, I would just be like in the position like I'm retiring now. <laughs> you know, like it's the, the proof is in the pudding. Yes. The fact, you know what I mean? But I get what you're saying. What my th- I tell them now, it says, okay, we've been in here 20 years. At least give me that. Yes. Mm-hmm. At least give me that. I'm yes. still standing. It's yes. 20 years and I'm yes. just one woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yes. didn't you go and get like your your builder's license? Yeah, like I you became wanted a to, developer. It, yes. She became a developer. <laughs> she had a vision. She saw something and, and it, it took her going back to school yeah. to get licensed to do something um, for God to get mm-hmm. the, the next stage of um, the vision and the ministry yes. out of her. Kathy, is there a question you want to ask I, these I'll ladies? I'll tell you what, I'm just amazed. I'm impressed. Because I, I knew Chantal's <laughs> story, but I didn't know your story. Oh. And then when you were talking about all the things and God, all the people left, I mm-hmm. was like, oops, that's God. Because anyway. <laughs> you, you work without nothing right. and oh, God right. used you yes. to get it done. Yes. It's yes. just an amazing story yes. to me. Yes. And 
And yes. actually, it makes me want to support it more because I mm. would always see you advertise. Right. And mm. I was like, I wonder what, and I see you most mm. Sundays and never mm. ask. <laughs> and I'm like, look, this is amazing yeah, and, story. And it's real work on the ground yes. with real people that are having um, everyday issues when it pertains to drug addiction, homelessness, and mental health. I mean, those are three demographics that most of us on any given day, we close our doors, run from them, we ain't yes. bothered, we ain't got time, I ain't got no money. <laughs> you know, yes. that's our response. Yeah. And But this is what she's been doing, Dr. Gloria Mays, 20 for years. 20 years. Oh I mean, yes. I take my hat off to her mm. for the simple fact that she, the consistency yes. and yes. the integrity to stay with the vision. And so, um, Chantal, let me ask you, what's been your biggest, you know, challenge, your greatest challenge? Um, I mean, I know you shared it a little bit and my heart really goes out to you because, um, you know, it, it's hard being in the front. Yeah. And it's 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 really it's God's work. Um, and you're dealing with uh, God's people. And you know that God loves people. He works through people. Um, and sometimes when you're at the top, um, people think because you're in the spotlight, um, but being in the spotlight can still feel invisible because you're doing the, the dirty work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it can be tough in, in all those areas. But what what has been maybe some of your greatest challenges um, or has has Purpose Church just been at this point? It's just been the cool water. It's been like, <laughs> yeah, thank you, Lord. I needed this waterfall. Yes. <laughs> Purpose Church is um, honestly, it's, it's so the Lord. He's just blessed it. And yeah. I tell people it feels so surreal to be doing this. And I love my church. I love my people. I love mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. every, my, like, my kids love it. Um, I'd say the only challenge my husband and I talked about this yesterday is unlearning some things. Oh. Yes. And so, okay. you know, putting the Bible at the forefront, mm -hmm. there's a popular word called deconstruction. You yes. probably see it mm -hmm. often. You know, I think about it and I say, I would probably, instead of saying, deconstruction, I would do reconstruction mm -hmm. and make sure that my thought process, my yeah. theology mm -hmm. is all founded on the word. Yes. So my husband and I are constantly thinking like, is that tradition or is that biblical? Yes. Yes. And so kind of having to unlearn some things, even in regards to boundaries and regards to how we, we take care of God's people. Yes. Um, and so that's kind of been the biggest challenge. And then of course, making sure that when we're, when we're loving God's church, God's bride, mm -hmm. that we're not coming on a place where we're putting our insecurities or our, right. you know, projecting our issues or even our past trauma um, onto this new ministry. Right. We want to make sure we so we stop and say, Holy Spirit, is this coming from a place of past hurt or is this coming from discernment? Yeah. So that's kind of been a challenge. But you know, it's the Lord's so faithful. He truly is. Like it, it's all in all honesty, it's so obvious to us that He's this is His thing. Yeah. yeah. He's called work. us to it because He's yes. just blessing it. So yeah. And I, I I love that scripture and it's where it says and it's marvelous in, in our, our eyes. eyes. Yes. It's the Lord's it's the work. Lord's it's the Lord's doing. doing. Yes. And yes. it's marvelous in our eyes. Yes. You yes. know, let me ask you ladies both, uh, what percentage um do you think is faith versus consistency? Mm. What what percentage? You think it's fifty fifty, you know, what sixty forty, or it's a hundred hundred, you need both. Well, right now where we are, our vision is being expanded. Mm -hmm. And so right now I said it's probably 80-20. Uh, it's everything that we do is of faith. Mm -hmm. So and 80, so 80 faith, land 20 project, consistency. Yes. Okay. You know, it, it, things happen every day now. Mm -hmm. And uh, but and I share this with our staff. We have to continue to do what we always do. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. in faith. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. And it, you, you, nothing stops just because glory land is happening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We have to continually do what we do in faith, do it in excellence. We have to come constantly have meetings back and say okay wait wait hold on hold on no that's not what god is saying right. no no yeah. no and and my staff now they they are becoming more sensitive because i can i stop them all the time yeah when they called me i was like well no 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 yeah. no let, let let me let me just pray about that because I know in the past when we've done things, that may have been the season. It was okay, That's but right. I believe right now right. what it's God wants time. me to come to him for everything. Yes. yes. So walking um, in faith, 80% for you is faith. How about you, Chantal? What what percentage do you think is faith versus cons consistency? Um, gosh, it's such an interesting question. I would I would say 100% for both. Yeah. Um, because, you know, exactly. I, I think Bishop T.D. Jake said, you know, God gives you a green light unless he gives you a red one. Yeah. So you just keep going and just yeah. keep doing God's work in Absolutely. faith. Let me ask you, what have you learned about yourself in this process? That I'm a good pastor. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> I know that's some, so silly to say, but, you know, no, I've, I've, I've been told so many things, yes. and so many things. You know. And you're a good person. <laughs> yeah. She a good boss because she my boss. <laughs> and and we her we her um what you say the staff that um that she's over mm -hmm. she passed us because I be like oh you better than me I know what the Lord called me <laughs> but she walking that pastor that you know that pastorship yes. on mm -hmm. the job as well yeah. so I'm like which is a caring and a yes. shepherding yes. Um, spirit you know mm -hmm. and so yeah so. Awesome. How about you, Miss Gloria? What what have you taught? What have this process? What has it taught you about yourself? Um, the two things, and I, I tell everybody this: that um, my weakness and and my willingness to trust God, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and constantly giving it back to God mm -hmm. and saying, "God is your ministry. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm your servant. Mm -hmm. What will you have me to do?" And and God spoke this to me many years ago, because uh, one of my staff. I, th I think they were kind of getting hard because, of course, when you serve some homelessness, they mm -hmm. are not grateful. Mm -hmm. yeah. They will not say thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, is this all you got today? Right. Yes. What right. more do you have? Uh, you know, they'll take everything. Mm -hmm. And so they came back and they yeah. was just like, like, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know why you keep doing this. Mm -hmm. And 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 this a privilege for us to serve them. And, uh, you know, I was driving home and the Holy Spirit said, no, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's, it's a privilege for you to serve them. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because mm -hmm. the word of God says yes. when you've done it unto yes. the least yes. of them, mm -hmm. you've yes. done it for uh, me. Yeah. Yes. When, I, when the next morning I, yeah. we had our morning um, management meeting, I said, I want to correct you. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not a privilege for, for us to serve them. Mm. It's a privilege for we get that privilege mm -hmm. to serve them. them. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And when you understand that, because somebody else can do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He will use somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's a great thing to re to be used by God. Mm -hmm. And so we want to repent right now. And they were like, what? <laughs> <laughs> they That's were, right. No, no. That's keep good. your heart pure and constantly do that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, as you can see, these are women that are worthy to be cheered for and, you know, uh, supported uh, for the work that they're doing uh, in our community mm -hmm. and with and and the obedience that they're giving uh, to the Lord um, in their lives to live out and walk out the mission that he's entrusted to them. Mm -hmm. And so we just we just had this sh short little 30 minutes 
to just highlight them. But um, I want you to, you know, Google them, find out more about them. Purpose Church is a great church. Uh, we live in Bossier, and I quite often, um, my husband will probably get me for this, but <laughs> when people in our in our neighborhood group are asking for a church, I, I type in Purpose Church <laughs> <laughs> because I want those people that live in Bossier to know about the smalls and to know about the ministry mm-hmm. that they're doing in uh, Bossier City. Bossier City needs a multicultural, multi-ethnic mm-hmm. ministry yes. that's directing them uh, to live on purpose, in purpose mm-hmm. for God. And so uh, find out more about Elisha Ministries, mm-hmm. Dr. Gloria Mays, and uh, support what she's doing and uh, find a way to help get your your hands and your feet busy for Jesus. And uh, her ministry is recommendable. Kathy, is there a, a last thought that you want to share? You know, the word of God tells us whatever we make happen for someone else, mm-hmm. he'll make happen for us. Mm-hmm. I just say, ladies, look for the glory. Because oh. you know, you have sown, you yes. have given, you have been mm-hmm. sown in pain and mm-hmm. tears. Yes. Mm-hmm. And what you have making happen for other people, mm-hmm. God gonna make mm-hmm. happen for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being a part of Sister Friends this season seven. Mm -hmm. We're ending out saying that we're cheering for you and we're believing God for you. You will get to accomplish just as these ladies have uh, the vision and the mission that God has uh, ordained for you Mm -hmm. to do in your life. And all it takes is a yes. And it takes some faith, takes some grit. It takes you, you know, believing in the word that God's put over your life um, and he shall bring it to pass. You don't have to do it in your own striving. Um, You can trust in him to bring it to pass because it's his word. It's his mission. So thank you for joining us today. And don't forget something to sip on is next. Thank you for joining the conversation today. Kathy, that was a great conversation. A great conversation and a great season. Oh, a great season. We did that. We did that. God's grace is simply amazing. And I love that we um, did this episode where we were cheering for our sister friends. Yes. Those were amazing women doing amazing things in the earth. And I'm just so glad that we were able to do that. And it took us a while to get to season seven. Yes. Life happened. But we're back. And I'm excited for season (laughs) eight and what's in store. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for being a part of every episode. We want to ask you to share, share, subscribe, and share Sister Friends Cups in Conversation. And let's grow the community together. This is something to sip on. So my last thought uh, to you today is uh, cheer for others, uh, push others, celebrate others, and watch how God uh, responds and elevates and moves on your behalf because you're cheering for others. Kathy? Um, I would say um, uh, what Bishop um, would always say to us and staff will come to mind. He says, 
Watch how you treat God's people, because he died for those people. Mm-hmm. And that stay will always stay before me. And I think that with your lady, with you two and the stories that you gave, God must really trust you with his people. Mm-hmm. To put that trust in you to do right by them, the most vulnerable people in those neighborhoods, those people that have those issues that he has, he must have a great trust for you. Miss mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Gloria? I would say it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Often people think that God spoke something to them 20 years ago and time has passed by and maybe God has changed his mind. He hasn't. God still wants you to do that. I want to encourage you to step out in faith and believe God and do it speedily. Yes. All right, Ms. Chantal. I would say that obedience is the best thing, best gift you can give the Lord mm-hmm. next to faith and that when you obey, He blesses your obedience and He takes care of your family. Um, and I've seen that firsthand and I know that He loves my kids, He loves my family more than me and just being obedient to Him, He takes care of the rest. All yes. right. So that's some good wisdom, something good to sip on the rest of this week. We're cheering for you and we can't wait to see you for season eight.